it's easier in the short term to be a cowboy and maintain the illusion of control over mistakes than to make the long-term effort to be a rose with a unique and individual path of growth toward dignity, harmony, and beauty that has no mistakes. Welcome to episode 22 of the Love Always Wins podcast. My name is David Hazen. Today, I'm talking about non-judgment, refusing to place people in hierarchies, groups, categories, or labels that fit them into a fixed, dogmatic, and heavily armored belief system. This practice is so radically different from the normal, regular social agreements by which our culture maintains itself that we call it anarchy. Spiritual anarchy is not the forcible over of government, policies, rules, and behaviors. It is a revolution in where we place our attention. Instead of constantly listening to and watching the distant institutions of power and authority, we focus on how we feel in our personal relationships with the people near to us. We focus on accepting them exactly as they are because we ourselves yearn to be accepted just as we are. This kind of acceptance is more powerful at removing fear, guilt, and worry than any possible means of social control. In a culture that is materialistic, externally referenced, paternalistic, and authoritarian, human beings have become human doings because the focus is on not making mistakes. The constant fear is that we are mistakes, worthless trash, ready for burial in the dump. high technology produces garbage because we put garbage into it. We can go to the moon, but we can't truly communicate. We have no idea what the words communion or community are talking about. The common good is a foreign and even repulsive concept. In this culture, our minds have become hypervigilant, overly rational, analytical, tyrannical defenders of our material world. The concrete, scientifically measurable knowledge of what can be named with language. Words are exalted as powerful executors of control 
over the things that we fear and about which we cannot stop talking. Words are a powerful tool for organizing information into patterns by describing detailed similarities, differences, and patterns. In order to keep a sense of orderliness and stability, then new perceptions are always fitted into old perceptions. This is just the way we're hardwired. However, our perceptions are filtered and colored by our entire life history of learning and traumas, which constantly threaten that stability. Because it is easier to deny this subjectivity than open ourselves to the vast uncertainty of not knowing, we become intellectual cowboys. Our intellect is both our best friend that keeps us comfortable and our biggest obstacle to the growth that stretches us beyond our comfort zone. Our way of thinking about what is true becomes so permanent that it seems inconceivable that there could be any other way to live. So we are no longer free. We are trapped by our own self-limiting beliefs and attitudes, not by someone or something outside of ourselves. We don't know that we have the key. When faced by the environmental, economic, and political crises such as we have today, depression and anxiety become the overt symptoms of this state of imprisonment. We literally lose control of our thinking we become exhausted with analysis paralysis and self-pity. We have headaches, heartaches, and our bodies get sick. There is a spiritual rebellion against dogma or anarchy that takes place when we start to dissolve our emotional armor and become more vulnerable to a state of not knowing. This runs against the dominant culture which names vulnerability as irrational because it transforms all hierarchies, groups, categories, and labels into open curiosity about the essential wordless nature of their being. Spiritual anarchy, then, is the trust that no two human beings are exactly the same, just as no two flowers, no two rocks, no two drops of water are exactly the same. It is a trust that each human being has an inner guidance for their path of growth and blossoming that is unique to them so uniquely special and valuable as to be sacred, regardless of their religion or lack of religion. So this anarchy is not the rejection of any religion or spiritual practice. Rather, it is an acknowledgement of the healthy diversity of all the unique pathways toward very similar states of peaceful being.
it's the affirmation of the one beloved community in which there are no in-groups and no out-groups. Spiritual anarchy fosters the process of learning and adaptation to right relationship, the experience of connection and harmony. You could even call it communion, as opposed to the violence and self-destruction that is inherent in the rigid black-and-white analysis of right and wrong that is done with subjective standards. This anarchy is an attitude of accepting our own fallibility, of humility, of not knowing what to assume about other people. It's also gratitude for opportunities to learn other points of view and ways of doing things. Who knows what we might learn? It's a way of being flexible in our relationships and passionate about having many relationships. True wealth is measured by the frequency and unfiltered connection to other people. When we do this, we become more humane, more dignified. We walk away from the dramas of scarcity thinking and become accountable for a more generous society. This anarchy I'm talking about changes our perspective on materialistic values. All of our possessions, our physical context, our external selves are regarded as less important. Greater importance is placed on our time, thoughts, and behavior, or in other words, our process, our internal selves, our spiritual sense of constantly growing that supports our awareness of being alive and filled with happiness. This internal freedom comes with knowing that, like a rose, we are capable and lovable, the opposite of the messages from authoritarian, materialistic culture. If we accept that mistakes are the worst kind of evil, we will lose the opportunity to live true to our deepest values and to experience our vitality more fully. In a time of instability, in a pandemic of anxiety and depression, the pain of the crisis evokes strong desire to run to the old and familiar behaviors, no matter how dysfunctional they were. Learning a new way of being is painful because it reorganizes what we thought we knew. Well, lessons will be repeated until learned. The only real mistake is to give up. We must trust the process. We are being forced to discover inner resources that we have hidden and do not know how to use. There is no retreat 
multiple cascading crises which are giving us a very strong message to let go of controlling everyone and everything and to learn to earnestly communicate without judgment. Exactly how we do that is for each of us to decide for ourselves. There is no one way to do it. There is no authority that has it all figured out, which is the beauty of spiritual anarchy. I don't think I will continue this podcast series beyond next week when I will share with you what appear to be the nine laws of love. One of those could be that love is for everyone, no exceptions, including you. So, even though we may have never met, I can say, I love you. Thanks for listening. Visit Love Always Wins for more resources for learning about peace or to share a comment or a token of your appreciation.